Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. It's Friday. We are back with another episode of TJF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, something to drink, and get ready for us to pour some tea into you. Please welcome Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Claudia? Happy Friday. There you go. There's the hand movement cue. They they live for it. Hey, hey, it's Friday, y'all. And this going to be a real special Friday because I'm feeling good. And y'all know I be down to the bar with a Honda Cosby. Tonight is the finale night. The bar is closing tonight. So y'all know me, Miss Kenny, and all the cast of characters are going to be on our worst behavior. Slut that bar out one last time. Well, We're gonna have all the shenanigans, the bathroom, the dumpster. It's going down tonight, down to the bar with the Honda Cosby. Will you possibly be engaging in some dumpster dumpster no, activities? No, I don't live there no more. Okay. Um, I did eat some Taco Bell before I got on this air, but now oh my, my god. My stomach is in good standing. Um, today, <laughs> so I'm good. <laughs> oh, that's sad because I, I think a lot of people feel the same way. They all lived through watching you and Miss Kenny and their shenanigans at the the, the bar you made famous by saying with the Honda cars being it made it made it a place where we all wanted to go. So that's pretty. I'm glad Al and I got to go they see experience before close. Yeah, it is reopening. Two lights up in a new space, but it won't be the same anymore. It's been there for over 50 years. It's been a dive bar. Um, and in the new space, it's like outfitted like a chili. So you can't take a 50 year old pub feel and recreate it in a new, clean, modern environment. It's not going to be the same, but hey. Aww. Well, Candy Fragrance said Cuban hunching, LOL. <laughs> Have you? No. Uh-uh. I always find when a man's voice goes up like that, he's lying. No. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't have sex. <laughs> okay. We're going to sit here and lie on Al Gore's internet here like I that? Al, mm-hmm. uh, what you think about your friend? And, and, are you going to miss At the body? he's a consistent liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not a consistent liar. All right. Well, are y'all ready for the weekend? Y'all got any plans? <clears throat> uh, no, not really. My, uh, my house is a mess. I need to clean up this weekend, so I'll probably not do it, but... That's the plan. I'm actually off the road this weekend. I'm in L.A., so I'm going to try to find something L.A.-ish to do. Okay. I'm going to uh, St. Lucia on Sunday for a carnival, if I can get better. I just came from the urgent care. Yeah, I remember last week I had no voice, and it's just been just on and off all week. I thought I had COVID. I thought I had strep. But it was it all came back negative, and they just said it's probably just really bad allergies. So isn't it crazy how allergies can feel like the flu sometimes? Yeah. yeah, well, it can when your throat get uh, aggravated and allergens get back there. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while, Kim. <laughs> I, I, been, well, some, something back there. No, I think it's a lack of. Oh, well, that too. Lack of vitamin D. You're going to see if we can fix that real soon. All right, y'all. Y'all drinking, Q? You're you going to get drunk. I'm reserving, with, I'm reserving what little liver enzymes I got left for when I get off. Not the enzymes. Oh, Al, I, I saw you yeah, sipping wine. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. bottled water, but Joyce don't want me to show my water on the show, so I'm going to respect the rules tonight. I'm going to try to sneak it when we uh, on break. All right, y'all, let's get into the show. We have a lot to talk about. A Republican representative of uh, Arizona, Ellie Crane, referred to black people as the colored people during a uh, floor debate over his proposed amendment to an annual defense policy bill. Take a look. My amendment has nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve, okay? 
It has nothing to do with color Mr. Your Speaker. Skin, your, any of that stuff. <laughs> Wait, you see the guy in the blue tie? Production, can you play that? Run that back. Look, keep your eye on the guy in the blue tie. He knew it's the moment. My amendment has nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve. Okay? <laughs> it has nothing to do with color Mr. Your Speaker. Skin, your, any of that stuff. He's like, mm, not me, girl. He, he hit it with a cue, not me, girl. Al, what do you think about this? Yeah, no, it's, I'm not surprised, but I'm, I'm more than surprised. I'm outraged that individuals who are supposed to uphold democracy still occupy these high political offices while doing stuff like this. It's, it's bold, it's outdated, it's discriminatory, and it's downright racist to even refer to us as colored people. It, it just, the, the mere fact that he can say it and everybody in that room be silent like that, except for the people of color, shows the depth, guys, of systemic racism that exists in our congressional chambers. This is unacceptable. Good thing he had it struck, though. Our love, 144, said they're so mad we're not slaves anymore. They had it struck, but part of me feels like they should have kept it on the record just to show how racist these people are. Because being struck from the record, he wanted to amend it after he got checked, right? But I'm right. like, oh, leave it. Leave it so we see. This. I see you. I know what the funny part is, and um, I'm not, for, for whatever reason, this is not upsetting me. But the funny thing is, I don't even think in this moment he was intentionally trying to like get a rise out of us. I feel like he honestly just said that from muscle memory, which implies that he speaks like that on a regular. He didn't flinch. He didn't put any accent on it. He said it as if it's just commonplace in his world, which it probably is. And to Al's point, that's indicative of a much larger issue. Chat mm -hmm. Cat said, if you're colored link, if you're colored folk, hit the like button. We're in here. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask y'all this, soulmates, soulmates out there who have grandparents alive or not. How many of y'all grandparents, past or present, still refer to black people as color? Because I know my grandmother did when we were growing up, but she was from Mississippi, you know, a very rural, poor part of Mississippi. And like, if we would get in trouble in school or get into a fight with somebody, she'd be like, uh, once they white, as they color, and she and, she, and, and she would not defending him at all. But more people than not do use that term still, especially if they're from the south. It, I, I, moving to the south, like to me, I, like it still hits a nerve when I hear that. I'm like, whoa, you know, like I, I get. We used to call ourselves a lot of things that we don't call ourselves anymore. Just like we have to respect it in other situations, like you know, communities, like. When things change and the lingo gets updated, catch up. You're a politician. You're supposed to be like knowing what's what's right and what's wrong in those regards when you're dealing with you're talking about people. But I think he he let that fly. He said the colors, color people. Am I am I supposed to be offended? Because you know yes. these these things, I'm not sure. Yes, you you gotta am be. I supposed, okay, because I was a lot of history around that word, and you gotta remember there was a lot of signage in the South. We couldn't use the same bathrooms. We couldn't drink out of the same water fountains. We had ones labeled with signs that said "colored people only." It's it's just the end. It's it's beyond upsetting that someone in the congressional chambers are that careless with their language. I mean, it's just, it's, it's beyond upsetting to me. Soulmates, if your parents or grandparents still use the term color, give us a, um, what should, put a rainbow? No, what's black you, fist. Put a black fist in the chat. I want, I kind of want to see, and this is just not a joke. I want to see like how many people, how common it still is. Thumbs, uh, black fist, if they still use it, thumbs down if they don't. I want to kind of see. All right, moving on. Pastor Jamal Bryant is receiving backlash for issuing an apology to the LBGTQ plus community on behalf of the Black Church. Now, Pastor Bryant attended Bishop O.C. Allen and his husband's church and said, I'm here because the Black community owes this community an apology. I wanted to come for the pastors who have hurt you, uh, for the pastors who did not exercise Christ-like compassion. One person responded, apologize for what exactly? How are you a pastor and you're not going to preach what's in the Bible? Do you think Pastor Bryant's apology was genuine, Al? 
It felt genuine to me. I mean, you anyone can debate whether they thought it was genuine or not, but for me, this apology is undoubtedly long overdue, and not from just him, but from all the pulpits in the black community, because a lot of pastors have said and have talked negatively about the LGBTQ plus community. And we, as as members of the community, have held all offices in the church. We've 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 been deacons, we've been preachers, we've been we've been choir directors, we've been choir members, we've been usher board members. So for me to hear him speak into this into this space, I commend him and I accept your apology, um, Jamal Bryant. And thank you for allowing the black church room for healing and for us to turn and pivot on this narrative about how it is sinful to be a part of the LGBTQ plus community and also participate in the black church. Yeah, what do you think? You know, I love that. I love that he made the, the apology that he made. I hope it's a step in the right direction for the clergy as a whole. And I want to address the people who feel the same way as the person who said apologize for what uh, was in the Bible. You know, number one, that's debatable. Number two is up to your interpretation of the Bible. But I'm sick and tired of y'all using the Bible to veil your homophobia, right? Because in the same section of the Bible that y'all love to quote, which is Leviticus, uh, you know, it also says that you shouldn't wear mixed fabric. And it also says you shouldn't wear uh, eat shellfish either. And I don't see y'all coming after the seafood eaters and the pescatarians with the same anger that you do with homosexuals. And I don't see all the fashionistas that show up to church being put out the church and ridiculed the same way you do the gay people. So miss me with the whole it's in the Bible crap. And my last point is, let's just say hypothetically, I am of the belief that it is in the sin, it's a sin and it's in the Bible and so on and so forth. Then it would seem to me that the church is exactly where I'm supposed to be, right? Like if, if that sin is so bad, it would seem to me that you would be dying for me to come into the church and making the church a very comfortable place for me so I can be redeemed for this sin. But instead, y'all push, 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 push people away. And the homosexuals been here since the beginning of time and we ain't going nowhere. So this was long overdue and, and I'm glad he did it. And we'll save this discussion for a later day. But I'm one of those people that honestly and truthfully, because I'm being gay and the church is why. I Johnson said you can be compassionate to a sinner and still not promote biblical sin. You know what? I hear you, your comment. I hear you, but I don't agree. Again, to piggyback off what Q said, I just find it funny that all these people that come for certain parts of sin in the Bible are not virgins, are having premarital sex, are, are judgmental, Lies. are stealing, Adulterers. are The list goes on and on and on. And I do not proclaim to be a, uh, an expert on the Bible. But I know my little pieces here and there, and I know how to uh, live a, a, a good life and how to live like a, a Christian-like. But, you know, just because you can quote the Bible and know all the, know all the verses, doesn't make you a good Christian if you are living not in a way that represents what it's supposed to be saying and you can't be a hypocrite, right? You can't say, mm, I don't like that part, that, that that hurts my life and my fun. But this, you shouldn't be doing that and you, you're going to hell, but I'm not, but you're going to hell. That's what turns people off, y'all. Come on, man, what are we doing here? Stop. Mm. Uh, uh, and, and there's an argument to be made that didn't Jesus and didn't God make all of us? I don't think, like, who made the homosexuals? My straight people. So to condemn them to burn in hell is, is madness to me. You're condemning God's children to, to hell because you don't like it. And the sad part about it is people would, you know, these Bible thumpers, they are not self-aware enough to admit that it's not even their interpretation of the Bible. It's what they've been taught by the households they grew up in or the communities that they've been a part of. And that is the God honest truth. And until the church makes a bigger effort to kick all the pedophiles out raping these young boys, it's really hard for me to take a lot of what some of y'all say seriously. But there are some great ones. And I do appreciate Pastor Jamal Bryant for what he said. I think he's, I think, I do think he was sincere. I really do. All right, y'all. Miss V said, sin is sin. There's no good sin or lesser sin. All sin separates us from God. Okay. I'm sure some people are going to be mad about this conversation in the chat. Mm -hmm. but, oh.
Hey, this is what the show is for. All right, future stooped down to the lowest of all. Sierra's husband, Russell on Quavo's new song, Turn Yo Click Up. Future said, What are your thoughts on Future disrespecting the father? Well, the stepfather, but there's an argument to be made that he's the real father of son. Uh, you know, the man who's actually fathering his son and, and teaching him the ways. I mean, Russell's a good dude. Uh, Al, what you think about this one? I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to think, you know, future is going on 40 years old. It seems like it's time for him to grow up if surrounding whatever disdain he has around Russell. At this point, it's just downright disrespectful or it's a form of clickbaiting by attacking the stepfather of your child. I think Russell is an exemplary black male role model for our community and i will continue to support him and i definitely will support him over a man that has eight children with eight different women and who aren't giving back to the community like russell who has raised millions and millions of dollars to alleviate poverty and has raised millions and millions of dollars to help sick kids get through their illnesses i, I mean what would ever, why would you ever have anything negative to say about someone like him? I just don't get it. Because he's a hater and he's childish, he's immature, and he knows he lost a good one in Sierra, in my opinion. They hate when you move on to somebody better. He'd be so happy if she was with some raggedy man that was mistreating her. He'd be like, oh, I was the best thing you ever had. But he can't say that. You are 40 years old, still moving like a 20-year-old, acting like a child. At this point, y'all been apart for so long. Why are you not like, you know what? I may not love this dude, and I may have some, whatever feelings I have for Sierra, but my son looks like he's in a healthy environment. And he's doing this, Russell is doing things that I don't have the time to do, because I'm sorry. People, and he's still moving like he's a new celebrity future. You're very rich, you're very successful. You are moving like a bum. You're moving like a thought. You are. Like, I, I find, I think your features are attractive, but your personality makes you gross. And Russell don't bother nobody. Why people be bothering him? Q, why people be bothering him so much? You know, well, I want to tell you why people bother Russell. Future and men that always come for Russell, the problem is that they are envious to the deepest level of their bone marrow because they don't have the capacity to be one-eighth of what Russell Wilson is. Listen, when you're trash, you know you're trash. You know what I'm saying? Future knows that in comparison to Russell, he doesn't add up. All right. He knows that he vibrates down here and Russell is up here. And that's why he, you know, is throwing these digs at Russell's. I think it's extremely immature. And I think it's in the worst interest of your child to piss off any bonus parent that spends every day or is in the household with your child. That's just stupid one-on-one. -on -one. This man is actually doing you a favor, but the fact that you don't recognize that is further evidence of the fact that you're trash because you don't have no real connection with your damn son. Because if you did, you would never put his day-to-day well-being potentially in risk by upsetting the stepfather. Number two, why are you even mad with Russell? Sierra didn't, I mean, Sierra didn't cheat on you with Russell and Russell's doing you a favor by raising your child and not turning him into you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, I see beyond the digs. I see the deeper and honestly and truthfully, future is envious and jealous of Russell Williams because he could never, Russell Wilson because he could never be him. And guys like Future and women that like guys like Future like to hide behind them. He ain't worried about nobody because he rich and he got money, child, please. Yeah, whatever. Money only goes but so far. Trust and believe that man sits home at night all types of bother wishing he could be Russell and not the dog-ass clown that he is. There you go. Mrs. Me to pay for all his child support. And Michael Burrell said they bothered by Russell because they scared to see what a good black man can be. And um, Kia S said, child, future ain't gonna grow up. He is a highlight of what is going on in our community. And it's not only Sierra and, and Russell they throw digs at, he's also thrown Lori Harvey under the bus and Steve Harvey under the bus, people that were, you know, he was in relationships with and no one's ever like firing back at him. No, I like how everyone that he's involved with kind of pays him dust. They're kind of like, man, go sad that guys like him because it's for me it's bigger than future right it's that street black male culture as a whole 
they find it so challenging to be a Russell Williams. Listen, it's not hard to be future. It really is not. It is so it is so easy to be a future, but it's so hard to be a Russell Williams. And I think because it's so hard, instead of taking an introspective look at themselves or saying, self, do you have what it takes to work harder? They just fall into their little slump and just be who they are. It's easy to be trash. Like you said, it's very yeah. hard to be exceptional. And there you have it. Good talk, you guys. Coming up next, we're taking a trip down to dirty Florida. Uh, hey, that's not my words. That's Justin. And later, find out if Lori Harvey and Quavo are dating. Ooh, Future going to be mad about this one, too. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF Soulmates. I see y'all in the chat. Keep those likes up. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. Whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the state of Florida. And that's why we are giving you the 411 in What the Florida. All right, let's kick it off with this interesting profession. A man of Florida revealed that he is the Bushman. And his job is to solely scare people. Now, the Bushman scared, shared that he targets people who are on their cell phones and not paying attention. But pedestrians who are pregnant have a, or have a disability uh, or wearing high heel shoes are off limits. So he does leave, you know, those folks alone. Funky, Florida people, what you got to say about your Florida people? What I have to say is this is a prime example of how exemplary and stand up individuals that Florida can breathe. This man does not go after disabled people. He doesn't go after people in heels. He doesn't go after people who are pregnant. This man also worked for 10 years as a hardworking, diligent employee at the happiest place on earth, known as Disney World. Florida breeds creatives. We breed a hybrid form of Southern hospitality. And this man brings joy and laughter to the world all this time, just like yours truly, Funky Dineva Ross. And this is truly an example of the remarkable type of individuals who live in the state of Florida. We bring joy to the people. Are you buying that? Uh, yeah, no, this story was a good story. I agree with you on this one. This guy came from a very, very hard background. Remember, he was born with a hole in his heart. He had his first heart surgery when he was 11 months, and they put a pacemaker in his heart. He had leukemia, went through four years of chemotherapy. He got, he had a stroke at the age of 14. He just has been doing, he's just been through so much, and he says that he finds you know, uh, solemn in making people laugh. And it reminds me of how TGIF got started. We got started in the pandemic and a lot of people, especially our fans, were going through a lot, understanding the pandemic, losing loved ones. And they came and they watched us and they built us to the point that we are right now because we brought them laughter. We took their minds off of the pandemic. We put, took their minds off of losing jobs and losing loved ones. And we made them laugh for one solid hour, one day, a week and look where we are now we're making them laugh five days a week five hours a week so unconditional ocean said unconditional ocean said this is still dangerous you don't know what condition people may have may have can't be scaring folks and uh canavius simone's ramon said i seen the bushman in tampa at a mariah carey concert he scared the heck out of my mom all right, moving on. Hibachi restaurant in Santa Rosa County, Florida, is closing after customers experience meth poisoning after dining. Um, let's get more into those exemplary uh, people out of Florida, Q, and how they bring, like you said just now, joy to the world with the meth. What's going well, on? Well, see, here's the beautiful thing. This case has got to be thrown out because the sheriff's office did a thorough investigation and no charges were pending because the evidence was inconclusive. They don't know who brought that damn meth and put it in the people's restaurant. And I feel bad for these people because these is hardworking Asian people. These is hardworking Korean people. These people have been in the community for 20 years plus. And I'm going to tell you who I believe did this. I think the developers came in and sprinkled that meth in them people's food to get them people building. You watch and see about six months, it'd be a new building there and they get ready to tear it down because the people can't even understand where the meth came from. And I'm going to tell you something about that meth. Now, I'm going to tell you what I heard, not what I know, because I, I ain't never messed with that meth. But 
The people that's on that math, they need that stuff. See, I watched the intervention. They need it. And they ain't sprinkling that meth in them people rice. Damn sure ain't wasting enough of it and it'll get six plus people sick. So somebody put that meth in that rice for some dubious reason. It ain't got nothing to do with Florida. Nothing. You are going in tonight. All right, we're going to go to the next story. Uh, another Florida news, a sinkhole in Sefner has opened for the third time in 10 years after a man was swallowed in 2013. The man has apparently uh, was apparently asleep in his bed when the sinkhole opened and swallowed him up. Unfortunately, his body was never recovered. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office is now telling neighbors that it is safe to remain in their homes, but want them to stay away from the site until the hole is repaired. Thoughts? Now, Florida got to take this charge because they could have filmed stranger things here. All right. Now, we do have some natural situations that's gone. But see, that's outside of our control. OK, the Lord got the whole world in his hands. All right. And this geographic location is built on limestone and other soft forest rocks. And you got to understand when the natural spring waters from the Zephyr oh, here and stuff flow up under sometimes the acid from that that okay, you causes the rocks to erode in the ground and blow. Okay. Right, Did your economics degree at Florida State University get you this uh ge geography? Yeah, geology. Yeah, Geological. I, I took two classes. I took six okay. hours. Al, what you think about your friend trying to defend this? He better get sinkhole insurance. Florida is one of the states that offers sinkhole insurance because of the number of sinkhole in incidents. So Q, if you're going to get your house, make sure you get your sinkhole insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially in that house. There's going to be a lot of sinking going on in that house. You already know. Right? Not me, girl. Uh, a lot of sinkholes. <laughs> Juan said Funky is a defense attorney for Florida State. And Diane Jones says, highway to hell. Uh, Kenneth Media said Funky defends Florida shenanigans like a White House press secretary defends the president. I know that's right. I know that's right. You need a little binder to just... Oh, I right. do. I'm going to get one. And some glasses. We got it. All right. Coming up next, is Lori Harvey and Quavo really a thing? And later find out what we would do in sticky situations. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. I was just looking at the comments and JP Mill says, De Satan needs to put Q on the payroll to be Florida's official defense attorney. Mm -hmm. And uh, they keep asking, where is the leg? They, they, we, we got to get him on. We got to follow up with this man to get him on the show. They ask every, they put in leg emojis. If y'all want the leg guy on the show, please put a leg emoji in, in, the, in the chat. <laughs> All right, y'all, word on the street is that Lori Harvey and Quavo were recently spotted leaving lunch together in West Hollywood. Now, social media immediately went into an uproar and started spreading rumors of a possible fling between the two. But Lori Harvey shut it down and wrote, laughing my ass off. No, I was having lunch with my besties who are right behind me. What do you guys think about this, Al? Um, yeah, I don't know. This seems like a little bit of a reach, even though we wouldn't be surprised because, you know, Lori Harvey's dance card is quite full. Uh, she keeps a man in rotation. But this one right here felt like a reach just because they were at the same restaurant and someone actually who was there started this tweet. I think they were reaching. Mm -hmm. Q, what do you think? You know, it's so funny because Lori Harvey rarely gets on the Internet to clear up anything. But she said y'all was not about to have her and breach a contract because y'all know she's still under lease uh, with that man from Snowfall. And if it would have got back to the agents and the PR people that she was actually dating somebody else, she wouldn't have got her fourth and final payment or whatever. So she quickly shut that down so she would not be in breach of contract. Um, I don't think Lori is with no dog on Quavo. She with that renter man. Um, at least... Uh, quiet as it's kept, the word on the curb is they extended the contract for another six months. Oh, no. And then they might extend it through the writer's strike to keep him relevant when the Hollywood opened back up. So, y'all, Lori Harvey got at least until December of this year on, on that contract with an option to renew. So I will be sure to let y'all know um, when her contract expires and she's back on the market or able to be re-signed by another team. Monique Anderson said, I don't believe Lori Harvey sleeping with every person she's dated. She's I agree. LOL. I'm going to say this. We don't.
Okay. And um, she's in the same restaurant. I will say this. Lori Harvey is friends with Sweetie. I don't think she'd do that. I really don't. I don't see her as a backstabber like that. I've never heard that about her. I don't, I'm saying this from absolutely no proof or anything. I just don't feel that way. And it sucks that, you know, if you're in the same restaurant or you're both leaving the Ivy around the same time or you happen to both be there, it's so easy to get these rumors. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it happen. And I know it's like fake news. I was on a plane one time with a celeb, and I'll tell you the story another time who was. We weren't even sitting near each other, but by the time we got to the press, it was like we were on the plane cuddling the whole time, laughing on a flight, and it was not even anywhere near the truth. So it's so easy for someone just, I heard, and we run with it because of the person's rep already. It's so easy. So, Laura, you, you get a pass on this one, and um, yeah, I can't even see them together. Anyways, Haley Bailey's boyfriend, DDG, is getting slammed for sharing his insecurities about their relationship in his new song, Famous. Now the lyrics are, I've been so insecure that I be I just be cooling it. I be paying good because you keep doing it. I might just tweet something just to ruin it. And the song continues with the rapper question Haley's loyalty when she's on sets. What are your thoughts, Al? I, I I actually had to read the lyrics of the whole song, and the lyrics of the whole song is screwed up. Like I don't I don't understand how he can explain any of these lyrics. I mean, he goes deeper than what you just share with her. He got really really rude and disgusting, if you ask me. And then the part where he's always talking about his fans are all on his penis. Something's going on with this young man, and it just doesn't seem to be spiraling in the right direction. He probably needs to stay out of the studio for a minute and kind of get his head back together because dating this successful woman is really, really, really getting under his skin, and he, he's not knowing how to manage it. All right. You? He need to run like hell. Her mama, her aunts, her girlfriends, her sister, every female around her need to do everything in their power to ruin this relationship and to redirect her in another direction. All of the signs are on the wall. See, y'all didn't want to believe me. I, I been saw this. I been saw this. When he was putting them crazy tweets, tweeting all that stuff, and I was telling y'all he gonna ruin her career and all this type of stuff, that's what I felt from the beginning. He's not mature enough to handle her. His, he, emotionally, he's not mature enough. And I'm going to tell you what he's going to do. He is going to ruin her if she don't get out of this situation, young lady. Like, you, you know, and here's the thing, and, and I hate to be this way, but nine times out of 10, your boyfriend that you have or your girlfriend that you have at that age or who you think you love at that age, you're going to have four, five, six, seven more of them before you find the one that you really love. So this going to end anyway. All that talking about he likes stanky sex and all that type of stuff. It just... I'm going to tell you, it's one thing a black man know how to do that real well. And that's embarrass a black woman, okay? And he just embarrassing her all up and down these streets. She need to leave him alone. Um, if she doesn't leave him alone, he will definitely sabotage this relationship to the point of no return. Mm -hmm. Ladies, you don't have to be a big celebrity to see this. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, we hear every single day how well black women are doing in business, uh, in all areas, excelling in education. I hear this from a lot of women that are not just celebrities, but how difficult it is for them to, you know, they get criticized when they date a fellow celebrity, an athlete, an actor, a celebrity, a star. Then they try to date regular, although he's not regular, but he's on his way to be, if you ask me. And then, you know, you think you do the noble thing, right? You know, you're not going with a guy that makes more than you. Like, you know, I, I like him for him. And then this is what you get. You get a guy that's jealous of you. At least he's a, even man enough to admit it, unlike Kiki Palmer's boyfriend. This guy is admitting it, but it's embarrassing. Like, these are things that these men should be having these conversations with their therapist and with their woman, not with the internet and not in a, with a song. How do you think she feels when she sees this stuff? When you're questioning my loyalty on set when I come home to you. You know, and it's like it's like you you punish for your success in some regard with some of these insecure men. It's and you got to think about it, Claudia. That's deep seated insecurity, right? Because, mm -hmm. dude, I'm at work. I just met this boy last week. I'm at work, and now you're giving me grief because you're seeing me do my craft, and now you in your chest. 
she need to leave. She she need to leave. This is one of those where your parents are supposed to overstep their boundaries as an adult and get all up in your business and tell you how they don't approve and don't let him come to the family reunions. They need to break this relationship up ASAP. And in our society, what do we do? We drag a woman if she doesn't have a man. Well, something must be wrong with a coochie. Something ain't right, blah, blah, blah. And we validate people for having relationships. So people be staying in raggedy ass relationships when they need to be up out of them. Um, Claudia, too, ain't no telling what he's saying to her. Yeah. You know, men like this also, they like to break you down to make you feel. And my concern is that she's young enough to probably fall victim to it. You ugly, you fat, you this. Ain't nobody else gonna want you. You, you know, men do that type of stuff. And I don't wanna see that happen to her. Yeah, she has such a bright future and bright present, actually. And that's what's killing him. All right, y'all. Houston Rockets player Jalen Green has been a recent topic of conversation after an old video resurface of him playing, play humping his teammate. Take a look. <laughs> All right, y'all. What, what are your thoughts? And do you think people are overreacting uh, now? It hasn't really been reported. This video is old or new. I'm not really sure. Al, what do you think about this video? Um, you know, obviously, we found out that it is old. Um, to me, they're overreacting. This type of horseplay is done all the time, you know, around athletes, around, especially when they're traveling together, especially in AAU, high school. Um, but the thing that really upsets me, this speaks to our obsession, right? We have this obsession in our community to expose black men for doing stuff that is clearly horseplay, but trying to make it into some type of homosexual um, situation. Clearly this young man, these two young men are not gay. Clearly they were just playing around. And it's just sick to me that we can't find joy in them um, having fun together and not trying to make it a sexual thing or make it a sexuality thing. It just saddens me that in the black community we find more press in trying to make them homosexual than finding press and to make it more like a fun horseplay thing. So this is normal in locker rooms? Yeah, all the time. All the time. You play around, you do stupid stuff, you horseplay. It's called horseplay. Well, we, don't know, we, don't, we don't know the conversation before the act. They could have been reenacting one night that they were out with somebody and they were having sex with somebody. We don't know. We don't need to put the pressure on these young guys of calling them gay just because they're, they're horseplaying. If you played any sport as a dude, you have done some crazy stuff. You sit on the internet all the time, they're playing around in the locker room playing around hanging out this is nothing new james j james in the comments said now i'm gay and this is not playing uh all right there's mixed reaction in the chat but hey this is what this show is for q what do you think about this well you know what i'm saying why the act that they were demonstrating you know could be considered homosexual in nature i i 100 agree with al they were just playing around you know, a lot of times, you, you know, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Y'all don't understand how the DL man is created per se, but it's and, and why masculinity gets so toxic because you can't do any damn thing without being called gay. And in the black community, despite the fact that I'm gay and Al is bi, I think that most black queers would agree in our community, being a black gay man is actually the worst ever. And it's also worth examining the fact that women are given this allowance with no type of labeling stigma or whatever the case may be. Y'all get to get naked in front of each other. Y'all get to pat each other's boobs. Oh, girl, you look good. Smack each other on the ass. Y'all even get to kiss in the name of girls being girls on a drunken night. And it's hot. It's funny. It's okay. You don't get stigmatized. But the minute the guys do it, you know what I'm saying? It just becomes this whole thing. And and you, you, it's perpetuated by the guys. And honestly and truthfully, oftentimes, I think it's even more perpetuated by the women. Um, it's just unfair and it's stupid, in my opinion. 
Well, y'all may think I'm rigid when these kind of things, and I guess I am because I don't, I've never done any of this stuff with my girlfriends. I've never kissed one of my friends. I never pat someone's booty. I'm not physical with my friends. I've never scissored my friends in the sink. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't you say you got drunk one day and you got in the bed with a young lady and you were like almost had a lesbian moment? No, I didn't have, I said I spooned her and I was drunk and I remember none of it. That's what I said, but in my, I've never had a, I've never messed with my girls on that. You're going to catch me before a game scissoring someone or anything like that. So yeah, I'm in Bridget. And yes, I did have a drunken moment, but I didn't kiss anybody on the mouth. I didn't kiss anybody's face. I didn't kiss anybody. So yeah, I did say that. Mm. But that is, that's not, a, that is totally different, Al. What I'm saying I'm is, saying, I'm Bridget. Claudia, I'm, look, let me at, look, if someone filmed that, okay, whether you were in a drunken state or not, if someone filmed your behavior at that time with no context, it can be perceived as you participating in a lesbian experience. Well, these guys and also you, knew that, they were, that you can't change. These guys were also knowing there a whole bunch of people around them, and they were okay. They were comfortable doing that, right? So I think that's a lot different than being drunk out of your mind. Where I'm saying doing all. I just, and that's, you know, that's not an indictment of who I am. But I think but that's a totally different people, situation. The people in the chat said that you didn't kiss none of the women because you was too busy <laughs> kissing the scissoring all the men. Now that's just what the chat said. Kissing, kissing what? Kissing the scissoring <laughs> all the men. No, there was nobody there. Y'all ain't gonna make me about a whore just to defend two guys uh, dry humping themselves. <laughs> you know, it, we're, 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 um, we're allowed to have our own opinions on this, guys. And, Absolutely. It and it doesn't make what, what I say wrong and what you say or you guys say right or vice versa. We're allowed to have our opinions. And I think we've spoken about this, how everybody wants to do everything and then not get called out for it or not that no mm. one can say anything about it. And I think that's wrong. I think you can't have it both ways. Like if I'm acting like a whore and then I go, no, you can't label me as a whore because I no. I think that's wrong. You know, they were doing stuff that can be perceived as that. And I don't think there's what's wrong with saying it. You know, I don't know. All right. Again, that's why we have this show. So, all right, um, coming up, keep it locked because coming up next, we find out what we would do in sticky situations. I wonder if scissoring or humping is involved. And later, find out why Shane is facing a serious <laughs> lawsuit. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. Soulmates, have y'all ever thought about how you would handle yourself if you were placed in the midst of an unexpected situation? Well, we'd like for you to chime in as we present various scenarios in a fun segment. We like to call hashtag WWYD. What would you do? All right, y'all. Doja Cat recently posted a few disturbing photos on social media where she appears to have a bloody nose and a double head effect as if she's demonic. And then what would you do if your friends posted images like that? Like, would you preach out from a place of concern or keep it pushing? Q, what would you do if one of your friends was like, hey, this picture I posted? Call all my other friends and gossip about their ass and talk about their ass like a dog and send the picture in three different group chats. Um, and then after I finish getting a good gossip session in about the ass, probably call them and ask them what the hell they're doing. They need to take that down. And then um, if they opted not to, probably begin the separation process. All right. Al, what would you do if one of your friends put some craziness like this on the internet? You know what? I, I had this to happen and I'm learning to mind my damn business because <laughs> I called to tell them, hey, that might not be the best thing to post. You're looking kind of crazy out here and I got cursed out. So uh, moving forward for me, I guess age is telling me to mind my business. I would mind my business. Uh, if it's my real friend, I'm definitely going to say something because that would be something of concern. Like, what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. And I don't think you're a real friend if you just like let them go out like that and not check. And next thing you know, they do something to themselves. And you're like, oh, I should have said something. Uh, you want to read the comment? Yes. Yeah, so be a one said, get a new friend. I agree. <laughs> you know, th th this one was kind of challenging for me to answer because honestly and truthfully, none of my friends would do anything this outrageous. But if my friends do do something out of character, the first thing I do is call all the other friends and gossip about their ass like a dog. And then <laughs> we figure out which friend go say something first and then that friend come back and gossip about the conversation with the rest of us. Oh, damn. She's been doing a lot of weird stuff though lately. I don't, I don't like it really. I don't know. I kind of feel like she's going through something. 
All right, y'all, get into the story. A man was caught on camera holding an abnormal hybrid creature that has a chicken body and a, <laughs> and a monkey face. What would you do if you came across this creature, Al? I don't know. That looked weird to me. I mean, obviously, it's it's a fake head on a chicken's body, but I didn't like how that looked. That, that, that was scary to me. I don't yeah. know what I would do. You know, Claudia, I, I've always asked the Lord that if um, ever I came into contact with like a demon or a creature or somehow I just ended up in the middle of a scary movie, that I just like had a massive heart attack on the spot because I just don't have what it takes to be running from demons and hiding in cellars and trying to find the woo lady to get this spirit off of me. I just don't have what it takes. Um, Was that from witchcraft or something? Don't they look witchcrafty like? I mean, we have no context. To me, it honestly did look like a chicken's body stuffed into a monkey's head or whatever. But uh, beyond that, we don't have any context. Any of my friends that hang with me, especially on vacation, they know that I'm a little explorer of the group and the curious one. And that's probably from the European side. I ain't gonna lie. We like to explore things that's none of our business. I probably would go investigate and try to poke it and see what's going on with it. I, I ain't gonna lie. I would be curious. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. A wife is devastated after discovering old text messages on her husband's phone from when they first met. The wife said, I went through his messages to see who he was talking to. Him and his friend don't text that often. So I only had to scroll back about 10 messages. I got to one from when we first got together saying he was using me for my money. How ugly I am. And he won't have sex with me. What would you do if you discovered negative messages about you on your spouse's phone? Al, what do you think about this? Jeez, I don't know. This is a tough one because what? They've only been married for two years now. Um, the, hard, the, the hardest part for me was she was the grocery clerk. She was the lady that checked him out at the grocery store. So how is he using her for money? That one <laughs> I didn't really get. But I think I would. it would have to be a deep, deep sit-down conversation because, you know, you can get through not very attractive people. Like there's other things that you can fall in love with. So to think that he's not in love with her, or that he doesn't love her just because she's ugly, that's a different story. So I think they would probably have to sit down and talk this one out. And they've been married for six years. Six years, okay. Okay, uh, Q? Uh I do absolutely nothing. Um, I am a firm believer when you go looking for stuff, you find it. And because the information was obtained illegally, you have absolutely no right to step to me about information that you obviously should not have had. Um, in relationships, I believe in firm boundaries when it comes to privacy. I believe that everybody is entitled to private, private conversations and private moments. And if any of y'all out there say you don't do them, you a goddamn liar gay best friend who she talk about her husband or her man to she got a friend girl or a group of friends and she talk about her husband we all talk about people to somebody and say things that we don't necessarily want to get back to the other person it's just human you sit in your i sit in my feelings and stew in them because i had no business poking and prying i i totally agree with you know the conversation we have privately especially with our best friends they can be shady as hell i know some of my conversations with my friends and you know we could all be probably cancel some of our conversations we've had with our our close friends i'm more concerned with how are you married to someone that you have these feelings about like you feel your 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 wife is ugly and broke and fat and this and the other all the things you you don't like and you are with her and th that's the that's so if i was her i would definitely be out of there Cause I'm like, well, uh, you're obviously admit. I know you say some things that you wouldn't say to my face it, with, to your friends, but damn, that was harsh. Go ahead, Key. You got a comment? Um, yeah. Nakita Hunter said, "Men be trying to front in front of their friends. They just have to talk about her." And Kava said, "How do I go? How did it go from that to marriage? Did she propose to him?" I have so many follow-up questions. And Monique King's like me. She says, "You always find what you're looking for when you go through people's phones." <laughs> Unless they're not. All right, coming up, Sheen is back in the news. It's listed in a racketeering lawsuit. Oh, no. Where will I get my cheap shirts from? Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll be right back. Ooh. 
Welcome back to TJF. Before we went to commercial, I teased the Sheen story. So Katie Pop 3 says, Claudia wears Sheen. I said, hell yeah. When you got to wear a different shirt every night for like two shows for like three years and two years, of course I'm wearing them $5 shirts. Yes. You will not see me in design every night. Hell no. It uh, looks good on camera. Yeah, and you only see from hair up, and, you know, you wear it a few times. I wear stuff, like, once, and then, you know, whatever. All right, y'all. Sheen has been listed in a copyright RICO lawsuit over an alleged infringement scheme. A few independent designers have joined forces and claim that Sheen and various related entities are on the hook for copyright and trademark infringement with connection with their practice of producing, distributing, and selling exact copies of their creative work, which they allege is part and parcel of Sheen's design process and organizational DNA. They say they are stealing from the people and mass producing it real cheap. What are your thoughts on this lawsuit, Al? Oh, you know, it's unfortunate for Sheen because Sheen was thinking about going public. So this is obviously a big hit for them. It's going to be a financial loss. But listen, this isn't the first fashion house that has gone through something like this. Remember, Zara went through the exact same thing in 2020. And let's not forget, Gucci did the exact same thing to Dapper Dan. So Dapper Dan had a lawsuit against Gucci in 27, 2018 for this type of infringement. So, hey, hopefully Sheen can work this out and keep moving forward and and maybe they can rebound from this and still go to the public with go forward with the public offering. I know they're making a lot of money with that child labor. Q, what do you think about this? Oh, you know, the child labor piece hurt my feelings. Listen, I hope that the smaller businesses that they ripped off, <laughs> um, A, that they get a nice handsome payout, or B, that they sign them on and put them on the payroll to design for them and then some. I want them to make these people whole. Um, but I'm not surprised, Claudia. I mean, listen, when you pumping out 60 and 90 shirts a week for $5, ain't that many ideas in the world for one corporation. So I, I can see how they end up copying people. You know, I, I hear disturbing things. And I, I have a customer, and I have to really look into this about their company. Like, there's been rumors, I'm not sure, about people putting notes and packages, like, help us and all kind of things. So alleged. These are all alleged things. But um, they're having some problems over there. I hope they get it together. Um, all right, y'all, the weekend is upon us. So looking forward to this. I uh, hope everybody has a good one and keeps it kind of safe. I'm sad about the barbecue. I hope you post a lot of footage from there. Yeah, I think I'm going to go live a couple of times. I'm trying, I'm trying to tell myself I'm not going to get too tipsy and too zesty, but I know it's going to end up happening, child. They, they, they already blowing up my phone asking me where I'm at. So I'm, I'm going to leave soon to get a good seat. All right, y'all have a good one. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing their great job. As always, thanks for watching us on YouTube. I need you to stick around and stay tuned for Tracks and Tales. And we will see you back here next week. Y'all have a good one. Have a good one, soulmates. Bye, soulmates.